My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. The voice of the Cape. Madrasa on A. Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's time for the nasiha segment for today. And today we're discussing a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, the hadith is basically about the importance of loving Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Actually, it's considered one of the conditions of Muslim faith is to love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than yourself and more than your soul and more, more than yourself, more than your family and more than your wealth as well. In the narration, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ مَالِهِ وَوَلَدِهِ وَنَفْسِهِ الَّتِي بَيْنَ جَنْبَيْهِ in this narration, I want you to pay attention to it. The Prophet ﷺ said, you won't be a true believer until you, until you love the Rasulullah ﷺ, until you love me, in the narration says, until you love me more than you love yourself, your wealth, and your children. Again, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you won't be a true believer until I be more dearer to you than your wealth, your children, and your soul. It is mentioned that uh, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned this among the Sahaba. And Sayyidina Umar anhu was attending this, this hadith. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, Wallahi inni la uhibbuka akthar min mali wa waladi. Oh Rasulullah, I love you more than I love myself. And I love, uh, sorry, I love you more than I love my wealth. And I love you more than I love my children. But Ya Rasulullah, to love you more than I love myself, so the Prophet ﷺ affirmed and while responding to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu and said, Until Hatta Akuna Ahabba Ilaikamin Nafsik, until I be more dearer to you than your own soul, O Umar. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, uh, he, uh, the narration says that he thought for about it for a while and then he responded to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said Wallahi inni la uhibbuka akthru min nafsi by Allah I love you more than myself ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then the Sahaba they asked Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu how did you manage to do it you know just thinking about it for a while and say yeah I love you more than I love myself ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu mentioned something that is very important and we can speak about it a lot he said I remembered that without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we wouldn't know Jannah we wouldn't enter Jannah that's true Without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you won't know what is Iman. Without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you won't know what is Islam. Without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you won't know what is Salah, what is Hajj, what is Zakah. Without Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you might not have the intercession, the power of intercession on the Day of Judgment. All this, by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the fadl that He sent for us, this Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
So we love Rasulullah for that, of course. And then also, in order to love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you need to learn the sunnah, the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and you love him so much. He is the only prophet that everything about his life is detailed and documented. That's true. Everything about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is documented and well knowing to us. Including the, uh, he, the the way he used to enter his house, come out of his house, dressing, wearing his clothes, what type of clothes he used to wear, the, 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 uh, when he entered the toilet, when he come out of the toilet, including when he combed his hair, we know Rasul, all the details about that. Even the way he combs his hair. Sallallahu alayhi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa Everything about his life is well known and documented. Everything. And it never happened to any prophet before that. Sallallahu alayhi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa And this is teaching us the importance of the Sahaba. The fadl and the, and the, and the, and the uh, uh, grace of the Sahaba. The, the Sahaba, they, they memorized the sunnah, they understood the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu and they wrote everything so that we can learn it. Subhanallah. Right. So by studying the seerah, the biography of Rasulullah sallallahu properly and studying his sunnah and his akhlaq, you will love him. You will love him. When you, when you learn how he used to be mercy, a mercy unto all mankind, a mercy unto all world, you will love him. And this is why the Sahaba, the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu they loved him so much. Why? Because they saw. They saw the condition. They saw the, 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 the manners of Rasulullah sallallahu the morals of the Prophet sallallahu And human by nature, we are inclined to love completion and perfection. Yes, true. We are inclined to love anyone who's good or deal with us in a good way, in, in one aspect, in one aspect of morality, of something someone did for you something good, you will love that. You will accept that. Right. Imagine someone who's perfect when it comes to all manners. This was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kamalul khalqi wal khilqa. Perfection in khalq, perfection in khilqa. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was loved by the sahaba because they attended that. They saw that from him. Actually, the Prophet ﷺ, one day, he was sitting with the Sahaba. And then he said to them, he said to the Sahaba, أَتَدْرُونَ مَنْ أَعْجَبُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِيمَانًا Do you know who is the, 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 the believers with the most amazing faith? So they said, the angels, Ya Rasulullah. The Prophet ﷺ said to them, why shouldn't they believe while, while, they, while, while they are there by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He said, إِذَنْ فَالْأَنْبِيَاءُ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Maybe it's the prophets, Ya Rasulullah. The prophets are the people with the most amazing faith. So the Prophet ﷺ said to them, وَمَا لَهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْوَحْيُ يَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمْ And why shouldn't they believe in the wahi, the revelation is, is, is descending upon them? They said, إِذَنْ فَنَحْنُ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Then we, Ya Rasulullah, we are the people, we are the sahaba, we are the people with the most amazing faith. The Prophet sallallahu said to them, وَمَا لَكُمْ لَا تُؤْمِنُونَ وَأَنَا بَيْنَ أَظْهُرِكُمْ Why shouldn't you believe? And I'm with you. You can see me. You can see the akhlaq of the Prophet sallallahu You can fall in love with the Prophet sallallahu You can see the manners of the Prophet sallallahu and get attached to him and see the miracles of Rasulullah sallallahu and believe. So he said, they said, then who ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? He said, أَقْوَامٌ يَأْتُونَ بَعْدَكُمْ يَجِدُونَ كُتُبًا فَيُؤْمِنُونَ بِهَا They are people who will come after you, after you, generations that will come after you. They will only find books about me and they will believe. Subhanallah. <laughs> Rasulullah meant us. And he said, اشتقت لأحبابي. I'm yearning to meet my beloveds. 
And then the Sahaba said, Awalasna ahbabuka ya Rasulullah. Are we not your beloved or messenger of Allah? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said to them, Antum ashabi. You are my friends. My beloveds are people who will come after you. Generations that will come after you. They didn't see me, yet they will believe in me. They will be so much attached to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa When you mention his name, they say, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Right. So he, he meant us. Now to increase this love and mahabba, we need to learn more about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and about akhlaq, his akhlaq. And you will love him so much. Same like how the Sahaba loved him. Remember Sayyidina, the, the, the situation of Sayyidina Khubayb radiallahu anhu. When Sayyidina Khubayb was captured by the disbelievers of, of Mecca, and then uh, uh, they, they, they were shooting at him arrows in his hands, arrows in his feet, but not killing him. And they were cutting from his body. The narration says they were cutting from his body in order to renounce Islam and to leave Islam. And he didn't. And then they said to him, Subba Muhammadan wa nutliqu salahak. If you just insult the Prophet, we will leave you. We'll set you free. He said no. They said, okay, do you wish that, do you wish that Muhammad وسلم, is in your place now in this cross? They crucified him. They said, do you wish that he's in your place now on the cross and you are at home peaceful, uh, enjoying your life peacefully and safe there at your home? He said, wallahi, I wouldn't wish that the Prophet وسلم, is in his home and I'm here in this, in this position and, and even, even a thorn pricks Rasulullah sallallahu body. Sallallahu alayhi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You see? Those are the Sahaba, they were attached to Rasulullah because they learned the manners of the Prophet They learned the manners of the Prophet. He was a mercy unto all mankind. He was the voice of the voiceless. He was the voice of the haqq and truth. The, the desert area, the people of the desert, they were so rude to him, but he didn't return the rudeness with, with rudeness. He was so merciful, not just to human beings, but even to animals, even to birds. And I mentioned before, how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was a mercy unto all worlds. We mentioned the, the, the story of the camel coming to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and the Sahaba saw tears coming from, from the camel's eyes. And then the Prophet said, Aina sahibul jamal? Who is the owner of this camel? A man from the Ansar said, Mia Rasulullah. The Prophet said to him, Fear Allah in this camel. This camel came complaining to me. He's complaining to me that you are overloading him and that you are not feeding him properly. And the situation when, the, when some of the Sahaba took the, 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 the cheeks of some bird, the, some baby birds, and then the Prophet ﷺ saw the bird fluttering on top of their heads. He said, who took the cheeks of this bird? The Sahaba said, I took it, Ya Rasulullah. The Prophet ﷺ said, return them back. Return them back. He was so worried about the feelings of the bird. Subhanallah, sallallahu ala Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that incident when the Sahabi made the first member to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to be on top of the member and give the khutbah to the Sahaba from on top of the member. You know, the Masjid al was very simple. So the Prophet used a branch of a tree, a trunk of a tree. You jump on top of the trunk of the tree and make the khutbah. Simple as that. You know, and then uh, 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 the Sahabi made that member to Rasulullah sallallahu And when the Prophet sallallahu used that member for the first time, the Sahaba heard a cry. And this is authentic narration. They heard a cry. Where the cry coming from? Coming from the trunk of the tree. It was yearning to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The trunk of the tree cried because the Prophet won't use him again anymore. So the Prophet ﷺ stepped down from the member and he hugged the trunk of the tree until the trunk of the tree calmed down. Sallallahu ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is our Prophet. 
when he entered Mecca after they troubled him, after they evacuated the Muslimin from Mecca, after they troubled the Muslimin and fought them, after they killed many of the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they killed Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu anhu, etc. The Prophet entered Mecca muta'ti'ar ras, looking down, humbling himself and he then said to the people of Mecca, مَاذَا تَظُنُّونَ أَنِّي فَاعِلٌ بِكُمْ What do you think I'm going to do to you? You know, they give witness to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They said, أَخٌ كَرِيمٌ وَابْنُ أَخٍ كَرِيمٌ In this situation, you are indeed a good brother and a son of a good brother. We know, we know your manners, we know your akhlaq. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَنْتُمُ الطُّلَقَاءِ اذْهَبُوا فَأَنْتُمُ الطُّلَقَاءِ Go, you are free. He set them free. After all the troubles they did, after all the killing, all the the, uh, the Prophet ﷺ just forgave them and showed them pardon. He pardoned them. This is why, this is the akhlaq of this Prophet ﷺ. He didn't seek any personal gains. He was just calling us to believe in one God. The God of Abraham, Moses, Jesus, David, etc. Only one without any partners. He didn't seek any personal gains. He lived his life as a poor man and he died as a poor man. But he was standing for the truth. Doesn't fear anyone. And he, he actually said, إِنَّمَا أَهْلَكَ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ إِذَا سَرَقَ فِيهُمُ الضَّعِيفِ أَقَامُوا عَلَيْهِ الْحَدِّ وَإِذَا سَرَقَ فِيهُمُ الْقَوِيِّ تَرَكُوهُ He said, the, the nations before you got destroyed. Why? Because when, when someone among them commit any sin, uh, uh, steal for example, then if he's strong, if he's rich, if he's a man of authority, they used to leave him and set him free. And if a, ma if a, if a weak man stole, they used, to, they used to punish him. Then he said his famous statement, Wallahi, law anna Fatima binta Muhammadin saraqat laqata'atu yadaha. He said, Fatima is part of me. But if she has to steal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut her hand. Sallallahu ala Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is why he will be the first to intercede on the day of judgment. The first to intercede when it will be said to him, Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'sak, wa sal tu'ta wa shfa' tu shaffa' wa la sawfa yu'tika rabbuka fatarda. Raise your hand. Now, intercede, your intercession will be accepted. He will be the first among all prophets of Allah to start to, to start an intercede on the day of judgment. And the first to enter into Jannah as well. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, in Arabic, we have this statement where we say al ma shahidat bihi al-a'da'u the fadl the haq is what the a'da sometimes give witness to it so some of the people some of the people of, of the western thinkers who are not even muslims but they are objective thinkers and this is why we call in on any person to study the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam objectively and you will see so much of beauty and you will come to discover that he is indeed a true prophet from Allah. Alfonso de Lamartine. Alfonso de Lamartine was a very famous French philosopher and thinker. He wrote in his book a very good statement about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, if greatness of purpose, smallness of means and astonishing results are the three criteria of a human genius, who could dare to compare any great man in history with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? No one like him. No one achieved like him. Bernard Shaw, famous, famous uh, European thinker, he also gave a witness. He said if the leadership of the world w would be giving to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he was alive in today's time, he will solve all the problems of the world while he's drinking a cup of tea. 
sallallahu alayhi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is why a person by the name michael hart he wrote a book called the 100 the most influential 100 persons in history in history you know in history of mankind from adam time right until today he wrote he said the most influential 100 and he chose prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to be number 1 in the list number 1 in the list and then he said about that my choice of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to lead the most 100 influential persons in history is it it might surprise some people but this was the only man in history who succeeded in all aspects of life he succeeded as a religious man he succeeded as a husband he succeeded as a statesman he succeeded as a spiritual leader he succeeded as a liberator he succeeded in all fields and all aspects of life sallallahu alaihi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so we need to Appreciate this Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Send peace and salutations upon him. Learn his sunnah properly. Learn the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Learn the, uh, the, the biography of Rasulullah, the seerah. The seerah kitab. Get some seerah kitab and read more about his akhlaq, his manners. Read more about his dealings. Sometimes we, we, we are so attached to the books of Sira, but we, many people write the books of Sira in a way of Sartarikhi, in a way of you know, narrating historically on this year, what happened on that year, what happened on, like that. But we ignore the, the, the akhlaq and the manners of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Try to find some books of Sira where it, it, it deal with the, with the manners and, and the situations, how Rasulullah Sallallahu uh, dealt in every situation, what did he say exactly. We will learn from these, from these situations a lot indeed. So this is the nasiha segment for today about the importance of loving Rasulullah and teaching this love to our children as well and to the generations to come. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma ameen ya rabbal alameen. You'll be taking a short break and we'll come back after the break. Inshallah, stay tuned. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.